Dave Moore on Today FM podcast. Eric Roberts. I mean, what do I call you? Internet superstar, uh, TV personality. I mean, I've been called worse. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're doing so much. You are now a TV superstar because of the fact that you appeared on one of the most watched TV series of last year. And I think by the time the stats come out for, you know, when we look back at 2023, Squid Game, the challenge will be right up there. When did you know you were doing this? So I was contacted mid around mid-July last year. Um, and it was around six months of interviews then with cast and producers and directors and stuff. And it was quite a no, strange Sorry, process. I'm going to stop because I think when you say last year, do you mean 2022? I forget where I'm You see, I know we're only here. I know. So, 20, so July, yeah. so the summer, a year and a bit ago. A year and a bit ago. Right, you so and in six months of it. So six did they months, did they spot yeah. you from your Instagram? So one of the casting directors had followed me. Um, okay. Now most people did apply naturally, but he was someone who had followed me and said, "I think you're quite funny. You should apply for the show." Now that didn't do me any favors. I still had to go through the same process yeah. as everyone else. Yeah. Um, and it was around six months, and then I got the nod December 2022. And then how long was the actual shooting of the episode until you got eliminated? Spoiler alert! Sorry if anyone hasn't watched Spoiler it. Spoiler alert! Yeah, so I was there for about two weeks and a bit. Is it that long? It was wow. long. It felt like a lot longer. Do you know what I mean? Because we, we weren't getting fed. We were sleep deprived. We didn't see daylight. So this one is day one of the there things, was like, This is one of the things that I think has crept in, not crept in, it's been around for, for about 20 years, but it came into reality TV show uh, kind of rules, which is do not feed, do not show daylight and constant threat is all the features in TV reality TV shows now. It must be hell. Yeah, I mean, it makes good television. I love watching people suffer. Sure. So, of course, <laughs> people love to watch it. Who doesn't like people watching, like, I'm a celebrity, cow yeah. testicles. We love watching that yeah, sort of stuff. True, so watching true. people in pain is it's pleasurable for most people sitting at home. But for me, the, the difficult part wasn't the games. I found the games quite easy. Okay. I came second in red, light, green. Light. I did the That's umbrella. Right. I won my marbles game 5-0. The games were quite simple. It was the dorm that was the awful part. Right. Because you were just surrounded by 200 Americans who really wanted to get on television. Mm. So imagine that 24 hours a day. No. But then also you didn't know who to trust. You didn't know who your friends were. It, it wasn't a nice place to be near the end because you felt like you had to be quite nice to everybody even if you didn't really like the person <laughs> that much. Uh, there was a guy, I forget his number now, he was a kind of a college football player and certainly featured a lot in the early episodes. And I... Don't think I've whooped as much uh, at a television since a Man United have won something probably a very long time ago uh, when he got eliminated because I couldn't stand him and he was already kind of bullying other lads around him and then yeah. he got voted. It was Battleship he got out and I was just like, yes, there's some justice. I was yeah. afraid he was going to go too far. But I suppose that's me watching from the outside. When you're in there with all those big personalities and let's face it, most of the people who apply for this kind of thing have got big personalities. Mm -hmm. You kept your head down. That yeah. was definitely a game plan, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I had saw early on that the biggest characters, those were the ones that everyone was like, get rid of that person. Right. We want to vote them out. This show was so unique in that to be a big personality, normally that would get you lots of mm. screen time. But in this show, being a big personality got you eliminated. Yeah. So the final 20 of the show were the quietest people on the show, <laughs> which was so hilarious. And my game plan was keep my head down, be a familiar face, but not too familiar because you if you're really on anyone's did. radar, you're gone. Because look, I was watching, you know, knowing you were in there, I was like, oh, Greg, can't wait to see what Eric does. And then I was like, Oh, like there a, he is! Yeah. Like a oh, game of where, where's Wally? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it was. It was one of those things where I, after about three episodes, I was like, "Oh, actually, he's very clever. This yeah. is a good game plan." But we know in the end, and again, spoiler alert: if you if you haven't watched it, 
the the feminists voted you out, Eric. Yeah, there was a coup against the, the men in there, which is unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, for me personally, I've come out and said this. We were all just people competing. Yeah. So that was definitely a game plan for them. I mean, they were in it to save themselves. I don't think it was a big feminist Not so, no, yeah. So it was an unfortunate for me, but that was the game. I mean, you had to do whatever you could do. So and the survive. thing is, only one person can win it, ultimately. That is the whole yeah. point. Like someone, you, you know, the chances are you'll be eliminated along the way. Has it whetted your appetite for more of this kind of TV or is presenting something you'd like to do or you know like what what is it now having done this would you go would you go back for more I mean I think I have a clearer vision this year of where I want to go now last year I was just kind of doing things week by week yeah. and it was all very exciting because I'm extremely new to the industry but I love presenting I, I have a small slot now with uh, Virgin Media and right. I'm doing a bit of radio and stuff I didn't actually realise how difficult radio was I, f- I find it quite comfortable being on this you're saying the all the right things yes. well, radio is very very <laughs> no, difficult it is. It um, is, yeah. but I have plans to kind of better myself in, in terms of radio presenting and presenting on television and stuff with regards to TV reality TV is difficult yeah. I'm not going to be going to play in for every show that sure. pops up but um, if the right opportunity came along absolutely have you any plans in 2024 to grow them even further yeah I suppose I don't have any recipe to success or any goals per se I'm, I'm approaching the million follower mark now across wow. both platforms which is amazing so if I do that this year brilliant um, but as I say I kind of have a few plans in place this year I want to release a children's book Oh, I've been working on it for a few years and it's been on the back burner you were an SNA before you, you became uh, the Eric Roberts we all know now and it's something that you obviously had to well I suppose had to give up but you gave up because you're pursuing this, this other career now yeah. so you've been involved with children obviously for a long time so what is it about this kids book then that excites you? Um, well, I wrote it while I was working as an SNA and it's just going to bring disabilities, I suppose, to the mainstream in a fun way that can educate kids because a lot of my content as well, I feature my nephew, Oshin, who has cerebral palsy. And right, I love when them. Yeah. And the majority of the messages I get are from parents of children with autism or cerebral palsy or Down syndrome and they just say how uplifting it is to see it being brought to the mainstream in a fun way. So I want the books to do that. So at the minute, uh, we're hoping to release one before the summer and then a series um, and each one will highlight, I suppose, a different disability in the fun Fantastic. way. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I, do, I found that in, in my job over the years, you know, interacting with people with disabilities, neurodivergent people, whatever. And over the years, you learn through exposure simply. Um, and, and it's a wonderful thing then to get feedback from the parents or even the people themselves to just kind of say, you know, thanks for that because it helps me to get my story out or whatever. Yeah, so absolutely. I mean, the majority of my content is just self-deprecating cheap laughs. <laughs> so I, I'm delighted people enjoy that. But the rewarding content is, of course, the content that I'm putting up with Oshin and the, the stuff that's closer to my heart. So yeah. that's the stuff I really enjoy creating. And um, now I won't stop telling bad jokes at any point in the near future. I'm very glad to hear it. I'm glad you brought it up because I was wondering now, this is putting you on the spot, but as a, the bad joke man on Today FM, and I do love my bad jokes, I'm wondering, do you have one to hand that you could throw at me. Oh God. And I know, as I said, I know this is putting you on the spot, but like everyone, people do it to me all the time. They just go, well, tell us a bad joke. And I'm like, I'm walking through town. I don't have any bad jokes. The issue, the issue with us bad joke connoisseurs, we've, we've all heard them before. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Have you got one? I'll give you all? one. Uh, what has five toes, but is not your foot? Five toes, but not your foot? I don't know. My foot. <laughs> Okay, you got me. I hadn't heard that one before. I like it. Uh, right, quick fire round questions for you. What are you currently obsessed with? 
Fool Me Once on Netflix. I really? haven't stopped watching it yet. Okay. It really sucked me in. I've heard the the ending's quite upsetting though. It's a lot of people are disappointed. Harlan Coben, he does that to you, the guy who wrote he okay. writes these books, whatever. A friend of mine actually directed a couple of them for Netflix. Really? I did some music on one of them actually. Uh, and yeah, Harlan Coben likes to drag you along and yeah, then I've, I've been enjoying in it. It's been nail biting yeah. stuff so far. Good. Uh what, who's the most famous person in your phone? I have a couple of numbers there. Uh, I have Jamie Dornan's number. That's pretty good. That's that's, that's as as famous as it gets, in fairness. Uh, go back to when you were about eight years old. What national school did you go to? I actually went to national school in Kerrygart. It was Skull and Bastia. But Skull and Bastia. I was, when I was eight, now when I was seven, I lived in Dublin. I grew up in Dublin. I didn't know that. I was all then when I was seven, yeah. Wow. There you go. So you were born and raised here? Born and raised in Dublin, yeah. Whereabouts? Uh, we lived in Rahini and Clester. My wife is from Rohini. There you go. There's, there's more connections between yourself <laughs> and myself. And then up to Donegal. Right, so eight years old, up in Donegal. When you opened up your lunchbox, what was inside? Mother was very good. Now, we would have had some tasty sandwiches. Back then, Nutella was okay. It's all carrots and spinach now in the lunchboxes. <laughs> Having worked in primary schools. Uh, uh, you, you might be up in Donegal, I tell you. My yeah. kids going to national school are still getting Nutella sandwiches. I mean, we had time. vending machines in our yes, secondary school yeah, back yeah, in the day. Yeah. But uh, we would have had a cheese string Nutella sandwich. Maybe an act of mail just to keep keep the bones right. Oh, that's nice. That actually sounds like a lunch I'd like today. And the final question I ask everybody, which I'm going to ask you as well, is do you wash your legs in the shower? No. After a game of football now, you'd get down and... I always qualify that. If the, if there's yeah. visible dirt or whatever and needs taken care of, a thousand percent. Yeah, I'm but very much just a torso and abdomen man in there. That's all the I like I knew I liked you. I knew I liked you. Eric, thank you so much for coming in. Best luck with everything in 2024 and drop back in and say hello soon. Absolutely. Anyway. Dave Moore on Today FM Podcast.